Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Shabbat Tav Kuf Chet Amud Aleph, the bottom, very bottom of the Amud. We're looking at the second Mishnah of this, the 14th parak, and as promised, from here to the end of the parak, we're going to deal with issues related to Rifuat. Uh, to healing on Shabbat. And healing is something that Chazal decreed a ban against uh, for fear that uh, one would grind medicines and thus violate Tchina. This, of course, is not in a situation where there is any uh, danger to life or limb, uh, but uh, there still is the Yisur of Rafuah. And so the rest of the parak will be devoted to those refuot that are mutar, those that are asur. The general guideline is anything that's normal eating or drinking, even if one does it for purposes of refuah, uh, such as someone has a sore throat and they drink tea with honey, is certainly permissible. The question is, what are the parameters of normal eating and what things are considered unusual and uh, clearly and obviously only for medicinal purposes, and we will deal with that. Enosin Hilmi B'Shabbat. Hilmi is evidently some sort of uh, salt water. Avalosehu at Mehamelach, but you could make regular salt water. We'll see what that means. V'tovel behen pito. And you could dip your bread into it or put it into uh, into your cooked food. So response to this, although the appearance of Tanakama is, he says you can't make it to drink as is, but you could make it and use it to mix into your food. Rabiosi's response seems to indicate that it's about the amount. And therefore, that Rabiosi's protest is that it doesn't matter if it's hill me, if it's hill me, whether it's a lot or a little, either way, it's salt water. When, what form is mutar? So it's a mixture of salt and water. Therefore, notin shemen lachatchila. So you put oil first. Either you put oil into water and then mix salt in, or you put oil into salt and mix water in, and that way you're doing it in an unusual way, and it's okay. Now, my kamar, how do we decide for the Mishnah? Review on Shmuel, Achikamar Shmuel's take is as follows. Enosin mei melach merubin, sewot mei melach muatin. You can't make a lot, you can make a little. And on Rabbi Yosef, alohu hil mi ben rubin muatin, which is why Rabbi Yosef's protest is, what's the difference? A little or a lot, either way it's hil mi. So, Ibaya Rabbi Yosef lasor latir, is Rabbi Yosef coming to imachmir, and to prohibit it in any case, or to be matir? So Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says he was being matir. Because Rabbi didn't say Rabbi Yossi prohibits. Amari Rabba, Rabba turned to Rabbi Yehuda and said, When Rabbi Yossi at the end of the Mishnah says, But this is the mutar way to do it. So clearly Rabbi Yossi in the first case says, Tasur. And therefore he says, This is the way you could do it. So you can't make a lot of salt water. You can make a little bit. And you can dip your bread into it, or you put it into your cooked item. Just because they're here, there's a lot, and here's the little, little. So the ones that are a lot are asur, the ones that are a little mutar. So people are going to say, oh, I could do a little bit of tiva, but not a lot of tiva. I could do a little bit of tfira, not a lot of tfira. That's, that's not certainly not the case. So clearly, Rabbi Yossi said both are asur. What's the mutar way to do it? 
First you put the oil with either the salt or the water. As long as you don't put the salt and the water together first. Okay, now on a side, from Yoruba Chaviva, a few th- lessons from this relatively unknown Tana. You can't make them very strong. My Melach Azin, what does that mean? Rabbi Yosef Bar Abba Da Amri Tarvayhu. They say as follows: Kol If they're so strong that an egg will float, Vachama. So how do you make it? Abaya, Abaya, tray tilted milcha over tilted maya. Two parts salt to one part water. That's very heavy. What do you make it for? In order to um, uh, for uh, getting uh, salting fish. So from Yerba Chaviva, next statement of his: You're not allowed to salt radishes or eggs. I agree with you about radishes, not about eggs. Nachman said originally I would salt radishes. Amena, and I reason as follows: Really, the point of the radish is to be sharp, and I'm weakening it by putting the salt in, so I'm certainly not making it better. The value of the radish is its sharpness. When Ula came from Eretz Yisrael and said in Eretz Yisrael they salt piles of these radishes, so So I stopped salting because I realized that really is making them in their ideal form. But I'll certainly dip it in salt. One last statement of his, those three things, it weren't for the outer layer, like the white of the egg, if you'd eat it, they would never leave your digestive tract. They're very hard to digest. Okay? So Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael and said, Nobody ever drowned in Yam HaMelech. Rav Yosef, so stone was turned upside down, and now the report about stone is upside down, meaning but people don't drown. Sure, tava, but wood drown, wood sinks. So of Dimi was saying certainly wood. It never sinks; it always floats. Driftwood. But a person who does sink in regular water. As any of us who have been there know, you really cannot sink in the Dead Sea. So the mine of Kamina. So what's the difference? Kiha for the following. So they went to the south and they're walking on the on the beach of the uh, Dead Sea. Let's say it were Shabbat. Could I wash using these waters? Why not? Could I open and close my eyes inside? Which I don't know what anybody would want to do that, but evidently in some cases it might help. I never heard about that particular thing. I heard something similar. So Abzera reported it from one of two different teachers. And it all went back to, remember, remember, made Aliyah, it went back to Shmuel's father and Levi when Levi came to Bavel. One of Shmuel or Levi said that wine, you can't put wine in your eye on Shabbat. You can put it on top of the eye, on the lid. 
which is uh, spit. I remember we had that needle with one of the seven uh, liquids that's used for the detergent. You can't even put that on top of the eye, meaning not just in the eye, but on top of the eye. These are all done for medicinal purposes. The prohibition is on Shabbat. So, parenthetically, that answers the question about using the salt water of the Dead Sea for your eyes on Shabbat to be a sur. But now, within this question, which one of Avur Shmuel or Levi said which? He must have been the one who talked about the wine. Agavayin mutar and allowed it on top of the eye. Midamar Shmuel, because Shmuel himself said, "Shorei adam pitoviyin." A person could take some bread, soak it in wine, and then put it on top of your eye on Shabbat. So the Shmuel Eman, who did he hear that from? The Shmuel Eman must have heard it from his father, who said that you can't put wine in the eye but on top of the eye. But Shmuel also said, "Rok tafel afil gavayin asur." He said you can't put this spit even on top of the eye. Dishmiel Eman, who did he hear that from? Ilema Dishmiel Eman, I've heard that from his father. Leva Lochadamar, so that means Shmuel's father said both things, and Levi said neither, and yet it says, Avuad Shmuel and Levi, one said this, one said that. Lochadamar, Shmuel Eman, Vachadamar, Shmuel Eman, Levi, Shmuel, I must heard one from his father, one from his Levi, Ladina, Nehemi Avuad, Nehemi Levi, and we don't know which one was which, um, but between the two of them, both those, both of those halachot came out. You could soak a bandage on Erev Shabbat, if you know your eye aches, and then put it on top of your eyes on Shabbat, and that's fine. This is not Yeshub and Levi, but some Barlevai, who was in front of Marukva. He saw him closing and opening his eyes. Marshmuel didn't allow you to put it on top when you have such clear problems with your eyes. And, and he was opening and closing and letting the wine in. So he sent the message. Why don't you send us some of those bandages that Shmuel taught about? I'll send them to you. I don't want you to think I'm cheap. I'll give you the gift. But you should know, Shmuel said, Better to put a little bit of cold water in in the morning, than to wash your hands and legs uh, with hot water in the evening. Better than all the bandages. Basically, preventative medicine is better than uh, than having to put a bandage on. And Huda said, It's putting your hand in your eye, it's a bad idea. You should cut that hand off. Not literally, but it means it's a bad idea. It's putting your hand in your nose. In some cases, it's because you're going to hurt the organ. The other time, you're going to be drawing things out that then are going to be on your hand. When your hand in your mouth. Yad la'ozen tikatzeitz, your hand in your ear. Yad la'chasuda, chasuda is an open wound, tikatzeitz. Yad la'ama tikatzeitz, that's the beginning of the second parak of Nida, uh, because you get stimulated. Yad la'fitaba tikatzeitz, it's a very dirty, that's the rectum. Yad la'gigit tikatzeitz, into a pot. Yad m'sameh, the hand can blind. Yad ma'chareshet, the hand can deafen. Yad ma'lepolifos, it can cause sores and infections. Now we're talking about ruach ra'ah that is supposedly on the hands when a person wakes up. 
Uh, it, it can affect you and or it's makpid until you wash your hands three times. This particular puch gets rid of it. Gets rid of tears. And uh, puts a lot of hair on the um, on the on the lids. All right, there's a certain kind of puch that you put in your eyes. It's kind of a, a powder. Evidently, it also gets rid of this ruach Leaves are not considered a valid refuah, and therefore it's not a problem on Shabbat. Put them on the eye. Yosef Kuzbarta, which is coriander, in Bamashum Rufuah. Now, it's interesting, Rav Yosef is blind. Am Rav Sheshet, Kshute in Bamashum Fuan. Rav Sheshet, the other famous blind man in Bavel, said that hops have no value. Rav Yosef Kuzbarta, Filiditi Kashali. Rav Yosef said, not only does coriander not help at all, even I am blind, I feel it painful on me. Rav Sheshet Gargira, this particular plant, Gargira, Filiditi Mali. I put it on my eye, even though I'm blind, it helps me. Look for Rashmuel called Minek Shut Sharu Lvarmi Truza. All sorts of hops are permissible to use on Shabbat except for this one kind. That's not usually used and therefore it's clearly Rafua. Amravchista, Shrika Tavya Shari. That means taking uh watermelon juice is mutar. Piupea bei asur, it's a particular kind of plant called Piupil. Uh, so Zairi's wife prepared them for Chia Barashi, who was a student of her husband, evidently, and he refused to eat it on Shabbat. I made it for your Rebbe, who is my husband, and he ate it. You're, you're the student, you know better. So Zairi the Tameh, the answer is Zairi, her husband was following his own reasoning. You could take clear water or clear wine and put them in a sieve because they're already clear and it's not a problem. Alma meaning came under Mishtati Hachi since you could drink it the way it was before you put it in the sieve. Lavminikabi, putting it through the sieve, through the, through the sifter, to the, uh, through the, really through the sea that's uh, sifting out the, the, the dregs, you're not doing anything because clearly there are no dregs before. Since you would drink it the way it was before, you're not accomplishing anything. Also, the same thing is since people eat this piapue bei the way that it is, therefore, you're not accomplishing anything by preparing it, and therefore it's mutar. But the student didn't agree. He said that even though if you don't change its status, the process is still a problem. Let's say that you have a wound in your hand or your foot. You could put wine on it to stanch the blood. What about vinegar? In Rav Kahana's house, they would say, You can't use vinegar, because vinegar is so unusual. The people in Machuza, fancy place, they even use wine regularly as a uh, medicinal thing, so they can't use it on Shabbat. He saw that a donkey stepped on his on Ravashi's foot. It was Shabbat, and he was stanching the flow with vinegar. Don't you agree with what Rav Hillel repeated? That you can't use vinegar? The back of the foot, the back of the hand, that's different. We'll see why. Or perhaps he saw him doing it with wine. 
some of them are Lahadam or Rava. Don't you know what Rava said, honey? Or don't you agree with what Rava said, honey? B'nei Mechuza. The people of Mechuza, since they're spoiled, they can't even use uh, wine. And you're also wealthy. The back of the hand, back of the foot are different. Now what's that? It's like a mortal wound. You could even be Mechalal Shabbat to save somebody from bleeding there. Okay, tell me about it. Rochatzim b'mei gurar, b'mei chamatan, b'mei asa, b'mei tveria. These are four famous springs. You can wash in them on Shabbat, bathe in them. Avalo b'yam agadov lo mishra. But not in the Mediterranean, and not in like a laundry uh, trench. Lo b'yam ashostom, and not in the Dead Sea. We have a brighta that says you're allowed to bathe in Tver, in, Tver, in Yam Tveria, and that means the Kinneret, or the, sorry, in the in the springs, and in the Mediterranean, but not in Memishran uh, Yam Shelstom. So Kasham Gadol Yam Gadol. We have a challenge here, a contradiction about. Uh, the Mediterranean. It's Rameir versus Rabbi That none. We have a Mishnah in Para. Kol Hayamim Kemikva. All seas have a din of Mikva. Shnor Lumikveh Hamayim Karayamim. When God created the seas at the beginning, uh, sorry, when he uh, when he divided the land from the water uh, on the third day, he said Lumikveh Hamayim Karayamim. All the seas are called Mikva. Diver Rameir. Rabbi Yudah Rameir. Yam Hagadol Kemikva. Only the Yam Hagadol is a Mikva. The reason it's called that is because it has a lot of different kind of waters. Rainwater and spring water and river water, all sorts of waters together. All seas are metar bezochalin, which means they don't need to be gathered in one place. They could be flowing. But they don't count for people who need a, a live spring, like a zav mitzora. Mechatat water needs to come from a proper spring. So Rav Nachman Yitzchak he challenged this uh, this solution. Able to plead in Yantum of Tara. Rameir Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Yossi only disagree. Rameir Rabbi Yudah really disagree about the status of the Amakadol. Legabe Tahara. What's the status of the water? Linyan Shabbat Mishamet Lei. But we don't know that they disagree about that. Rav Nachman Yitzchak Lokasha Hadi Ishtai Hadi Lo Ishtai. If you linger in the water, it's asur. But if you go in quickly, it's okay. Mayu came to the Batraita Eloishtai, so the second Brita where it's Mutar, you're saying he was in there quickly? Idaloishtai, if you were in there quickly, I feel the Mamishra Nami. Remember in that bright that said Mamishra's Asr. But if you don't linger, even Mamishra's Mutar, the Atanyo Hatsin Metar of Mamishra Vyamashal Stom, Fishtahim Birosho. You're allowed to bathe even in Mamishra and Miamshal Stom, and certainly Yam Tveria. Metveria, even though you have wounds on your head, in other words, it looks very much like a fuah. That's only if you're in there quickly. If you go in there for a long time, it's asur. So yamagadol, you can't answer that way. If you find the really nice waters in the yamagadol, that's not okay. But in the not so great waters, it's okay. And the Brita that said you're allowed to, and this is explicit, you're allowed to go into Memishra, that's if you go in quickly. And the ones that said you're not allowed to, that's if you linger there. Okay, we'll continue with our analysis of uh, Rafu of a Shabbat in the next podcast. In time, we should have a wonderful day.